Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mike and Eric Experience. I'm Mike, of course, and I am by myself today. Well, sort of by myself today. Eric is off in the DR enjoying the nice weather and the sun, and she's probably going to be drinking a lot. Actually, I might be a little jealous that he's drinking. But I have a friend with me today. His name is Rob. He's going to come hang out with me today. We're going to talk some talk and maybe talk some sports, maybe some movies. And we're just going to chill out today a little bit without Eric. Eric's been fairly absent the last couple of weeks. But it's cool. The show's still happening, and we're going to keep it moving. If you want to check us out, make sure you hit us up at The Mike and Eric Experience on Instagram, at The Mike and Eric on Twitter. And if you want to email me or you want to holler at me or Eric, or anybody else that might be on our show, you can hit us up at the uh, the Mike and Eric at gmail.com, which is our email. Uh, also, you can hit us up on Vero, but I don't know why anybody keeps talking about Vero. I feel like it's a long lost uh, social media platform that nobody uses, but that's the way you can hit us up. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of things, maybe some movies, some sports, maybe you know how I'm feeling much, much better from being terribly terribly sick with the acute bronchitis but without further ado we're going to jump right into the show hey everybody it's intern sauce also known as my real name is actually shelby sauce but you know i decided that i was going to take over mike and eric's podcast so basically i knew that they were going to not record this week so i kind of sabotaged it um eric is in punta cana or puerto rico or Something like that. He's somewhere, not in America right now. And Mike, I think, was going to interview somebody, but uh, I don't think he's going to. So I'm taking it upon myself to keep you guys entertained because I'm pretty awesome. So I'm going to talk to you guys about a few things. Um, I found <laughs> I found what they were going to talk about next week because they pre-recorded it just in case. I guess Eric's probably going to come back pretty tired and... Uh, they just didn't want to talk for an extra few minutes. So here I am to keep you guys entertained with some awesome, awesome topics. Let's see what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I'm kind of just winging it. Actually, that's mine and Kayla's podcast, in case you're wondering, at We're Winging It on all social media platforms. But anyway, I digress. That's actually not why I'm here. I'm here to keep the Mike and Eric experience going with a little added sauce to it. I know that sounds really inappropriate when I say it out loud, but in my mind, that sounded really funny. So I'm just going to keep going with it. So basically, a few of the topics that I came up with in the last five minutes since I came up with this brilliant idea is... What is the best part of growing up? I personally think, and I, I honestly did not come up with this. I saw this as a tweet today, and I think it's genius because I live for this. So the best part of growing up, what is it? I think the best part of growing up is when you get to tell your parents about all the bad things you did when you were a teenager, okay? I know by looking at me, you're probably like, yeah, you were definitely a bad kid. And yeah, I was. I was a little... I'll tell you guys in a minute when I get to that topic. So let's see what else. Freddie Mercury in retrograde is no longer in retrograde. Rest in peace, Freddie Mercury. I miss you. But yeah, Mercury retrograde is over. I'm going to talk about my thoughts when it comes to that stuff because why do we, why, why is that a thing? Anyway, whatever. We're going to get to that. Also, I have to pull my paper out because I, <laughs> I wrote down a few things. All right. Do you feel your age? That could have gone with the first topic, honestly. But um, Eric and I were talking about this yesterday, and I thought it was actually a pretty interesting topic to talk about. So I wrote that down just in case. And I'm also going to talk about, well, it's not really talking. I'm going to have a battle of the exes. So I love 
love, love to talk shit about my exes because uh, it's it's a part of me. It's part of my life. And uh, yeah, maybe that's pretty biased and it's bad just coming from only me because maybe I'm a bad ex too. But either way, I'm going to have a battle of the exes with myself and stories I found on the internet. So first things first, I'm going to give you guys my social media because, you know, now I'm the host of the show. So you can find me on all social media at Shelby Sauce, S-H-E-L-B-Y-S-O-S. Yes, S-O-S is my last name. It's pronounced Sauce. I don't want to talk about that today because I, I can talk about that on my own stuff. Okay, so hear me out. I'm going to tell you guys about a few things I did when I was a teenager that I literally was so excited to tell my parents about <laughs> when I got older. And I think that you guys can relate to this if you were kind of like me in high school. Maybe not. Um, I went to your stereotypical high school, you know. There were the jocks. There were the goths. There, goths. I can't even say the word. There were the preppy kids. There were the biker dudes. Not like, you know, bikers. They weren't riding motorcycles. They were literally like BMX bikers. Yeah. I wasn't getting on the back of any of those. But anyway, there were the skater boy biker dudes. Um, yeah, it was very stereotypical. And um, I don't know. It just, it, it was just, it's where I grew up. It's just how it is there. So basically, I don't want to say I was popular. I was just with a group of girls that, I think um, we just knew what was fun at the time. It wasn't necessarily safe. It wasn't a great idea all the time. It wasn't most of the plans that we made up were not thought out very well, but we had a lot of fun. So I think my favorite part about being an adult, besides, um, you know, getting to buy your own alcohol whenever you want and not having to like secretly wait outside of the liquor store, hoping that somebody will help you out, is telling your parents what you're doing for real. Those times you said you were at your friend's house, what were you really doing? You know, it's like that meme. Yeah, hey mom, I'm going to go have a sleepover with my friend, and really you're dying in a field from vodka. Yeah, I, I was there. I've been there. So I think my favorite part was, re it's really just telling my parents the stories as I've gotten older. One weekend, my friends and I decided that we were going to tell my parents, well, our parents, that we were camping. And uh, uh, I literally just had a mind blank. Oh my God. But anyway, we told our parents that we were camping, and really we went to Ocean City for senior week. And we were juniors, and um, we had finals the whole next week. And basically, we went all weekend and my parents were, you know, texting me on and off. I was like, yeah, camping's great with Courtney's family, blah, 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 blah. But really, you know, we were out partying all day. And I want to say it was the best week in my life. Like I told my mom back in, I don't know, 2007. But it definitely wasn't looking back now, like 10 years later. Anyway, long story short, um, my mom is like texting me all day Sunday like, hey, you missed your lacrosse practice. And it wasn't that nice. I'm making my mom sound really nice. But it was more like, shall we? get your ass home right now. You missed lacrosse practice, blah, blah. And mind you, I was never grounded when I was high, in high school, but my mom was starting to ground me. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be threatened to be grounded, we should just stay. My friends were not feeling it. So I packed up my car, my little Toyota Avalon, and we drive back from Ocean City, which was about three hours from my town. So we're about halfway home. You know, we're, we pull into a Taco Bell. Taco, not, Taco Bell and I, we've had this very serious relationship my entire life. And I think that Taco Bell and I, <laughs> Taco Bell helps me make really good life decisions. And I think it helps me be more articulate with how I want to peer pressure my friends, I guess you would say. So basically, we pull into Taco Bell and I start talking about how, you know what? We're going to be seniors next year, guys. I think we should just make this into another like 24 hour trip, you know, live it up, turn around and go back. We are an hour and a half away from Ocean City already. OK, and we're an hour and a half away from my town. So my friends were like, what, what do we do? 
And I said, we can drive another hour, hour and a half to go home and go to sleep and go to school tomorrow, or we can go an hour and a half and party all night. Yeah. They bought it. We turn around, we go back, we show up and we're like, party's here. But really, like that was before Jersey Shore. So we were just like, hey, what's up? We're back. Surprise. <laughs> uh, we were probably drunk by the time we got, I wasn't drunk. I was driving, but we were probably just like really hyped up on all that adrenaline. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, long story short, we stay. My parents slip out and my mom decides that I'm grounded. She still doesn't know where I am. So I pull up in the driveway. I miss a final the next day. I pull up in the driveway Monday afternoon and I say, and she was literally outside already. Just I don't know if she just felt my presence coming, but she said, you're grounded. And I said, ground me, mom. That was the best weekend of my life. And she said, what, camping? And I said, no, yes, camping. So anyway, I literally remember saying that. And then I went inside and she said I was grounded, but really I wasn't. So um, fast forward a few years and we're driving to my grandmother's house in Salisbury and we passed that Taco Bell. I was like, mom, remember when you grounded me in high school the one time and you said, and I was gone on Sunday and you didn't know where I was and you thought I was camping. I drove to that Taco Bell and I had a conversation with Courtney and Christina and I made us all go back to Ocean City and we partied all night. And she said, you're such a dumbass. <laughs> She's like, that's not even cool. You don't even know any of those people anymore. <laughs> So yeah, that was one of the stories. Another story was the time, let me think, it's just so many come to mind. Okay, so there was this time where uh, also it was around the same year, probably 2007-ish, I would tell my parents that I was, you know, sleeping over a friend's house and it would be like a Thursday night usually and I say, hey, I'm going to sleep over Callie's house or Liz's house or Courtney's house and my parents would be like, okay, and my parents were never the kind of people that checked up on like with their parents anymore because obviously I was a almost adult at the time so really what I was doing I had found this girl's fake ID. it wasn't even a fake ID this girl was 19 okay so I was using a 19 year old's ID to get into college nights at this club in Baltimore you know all my friends would go I had perfect attendance senior year it wasn't anything crazy but we'd go out every Thursday almost and go to this college night and you know flirt with guys I'd be like yeah I go to Towson I'm just majoring and, and I, I don't ever remember I probably said journalism uh, I don't really know, but we would flirt with all these guys and we'd have a great time and we'd all go back and we'd probably crash at like my friend Liz's house or something. We'd wake up in the morning and then we would go to school every single time. And uh, yeah, so when I ended up telling my mom about that when I was probably 21, she was not happy. Mind you, I was 21. This had happened four years before that and she was pissed. You're at a club in Baltimore when you're 17. Did you think that was a good idea? No, mom. Nothing I did when I was a teenager was a good idea. Like, what do you think? So, yeah, those are a few of the stories that I was really pumped to tell my parents about. They weren't happy. My mom called me a dumbass a few times. But it's still, like, these are things you can tell your kids about how stupid you were. I guess now I'll talk about... Freddie Mercury in retrograde. I'm just kidding. That's just what I like to call Mercury retrograde because I like to kind of make it funny, even though I think that the whole thing is kind of ridiculous, which is just my own personal opinion. But people blaming their life problems and not doing things because of the stars, that's a little bit ridiculous. It's like, I get it. America is in a weird place right now. Everyone is just in a weird place. Or maybe that's just how it's always been. And now that I'm an adult, I'm starting to realize it or... Maybe social media shows you a little bit more, but literally, it's like we look for things to blame our life problems on. So here's just where I'm coming from and what I just want to say. I don't want to say this is like a letter to people that are all into Freddie Mercury retrograde. <laughs> I need to stop calling it that because I love Freddie Mercury. Rest in peace. I miss you. But like, 
It's a little bit ridiculous. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Okay, so I have some friends, and they they won't do things like they won't go on dates. They won't buy a new anything. They won't start anything new during Mercury Retrograde. And back in the day, like back in the day, like five months ago, I made a little video. It's on my Instagram, and it just says, you know, don't leave your house. Don't buy a car. Don't, don't do anything. Just move to an island and don't talk to anybody during the entire Mercury Retrograde, which is literally how everybody makes it seem because... We just, we overreact and we're ruining our lives over the stars, which like really maybe during that time, like we could do something really cool, but you're not, you're holding yourself back. Do you know how ridiculous you sound when you say, I have this issue because of Mercury retrograde? You can't put your own misery into what the universe is doing. I think the universe could honestly just work all together with everybody if we're just all like positive. I'm just kidding. That's from the secret. But really, I think that if we just hunker down and, you know, not hunker down. That sounds like a tornado is coming. But, you know, if you just actually focus on things that you want to do, then you might be able to do it and you won't blame it on problems because problems because of the stars. Yeah. So anyway, what I'm getting at is reading horoscopes, do it. That's cool. Do that. Whatever. That's fine. But don't just make your entire month about Mercury retrograde. I keep almost calling it Freddie Mercury in retrograde. So I literally have to keep stopping myself. But if the planets are the reason that you're taking a break from your life, then that's a little sad because I think right now, like your anus, <laughs> because I think right now your anus is in Mercury. <laughs> I can't say it. I think right now your anus is in retrograde and um, that's probably going to be another issue for you. So I'm just going to move on from this topic because I have a lot to say and it's going to come out really negative and I can't even say Uranus without laughing because I'm not a real adult. So basically, though, what I'm trying to get at um, without sounding like a negative asshole is you can't blame the planets on why I didn't get a job, why the guy that you like doesn't like you, why your car broke down, why whatever didn't work out, because Really? Maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Did you ever think about that? Don't blame me on the planets. The planets are super freaking cool. Our solar system is pretty nifty, I guess. I actually don't know a lot about it. But I know that we are the third rock from the sun because of that show. So anyway, um, that's just all I'm getting at. Just, just stop bumming people out, okay? Thanks. So the last topic today is the battle of the exes. So what I'm going to do is share my random ex-boyfriend stories and compare them to this list I found from Thought Catalog. So it's 41 people who share their crazy ex stories that will blow your mind. Okay, so I'm going to start with one of my crazy ex stories and then I'm going to put the number 41 like one through 41 into a number generator, which I just did. And the number that came up first was 23. So I'm going to go to number 23 and compare it to that. But first I'm going to share my story so that it cannot be biased whatsoever. Okay. So let's see what, who should I start with? Oh my goodness. I can't even think. All right. So I dated this guy. He was great. You know, I thought he was great. <laughs> Don't we all though? Let me tell you. So um, he was very sweet at first and um, everything was going well. And then we just kind of like fell out of love, I guess you could say. And things just went downhill from there. So we lived together. Everything was great. And then I started to put things together and I realized that he was kind of a mooch and I wasn't the first woman that he was mooching off of. So I started to realize that. And then, um, 
Let's see what else. When I came home from work after we broke up, and Grant, I just told you we lived together. I came home from work and my bed was gone. And then this bag of stuff I had was also gone. I'm not going to tell you it was in the bag, but like, like what? Both things were gone. And he left a bunch of stuff in my house to keep coming back and getting. And like, that was just a whole nother story in itself. So then um, I found out that while we were dating, and this is like why we ended up ultimately ending everything, is that he had a secret fiance who didn't live in the state that we lived in. So it was a little crazy. There's more to the story. I'm not going to get into all the like personal details, but I think that's crazy enough. Don't you? Yeah, maybe. Okay. So for number 23, it's called That's Healthy. So this is just very short, actually. It says, mine emailed me last night over a year after our breakup and one day after his quote unquote heartfelt apology. And it says, quote, in my dreams, I see myself spitting in your face and crushing your esophagus with my bare hands. Okay, that's pretty crazy. Um, My ex-boyfriend has said very similar crazy things to me as well. So I'm just going to say that I won that round. Yeah. All right. Cool. You guys can message me on social media and let me know if I won, but I think I did. All right. Moving on. So let's see. What's the... Okay. This is a good one. All right. So I dated this guy. Um, I told you guys earlier how I used to go to those club nights <laughs> when I was 17. Yeah. So I met this guy when I was 17 at one of those club nights and we ended up uh, dating off and on. Like we dated before I went away to college when I was, uh, I don't know, 17 and 18. And then um, after I got out of a relationship when I was 21, we dated for about five months. So... <laughs> Uh, when we were dating, I was supposed to go visit him. He was living in Myrtle Beach and, you know, like I was going to go visit him for spring break at the time and we had everything planned out. Two weeks, two weeks before I'm supposed to go, he calls me up and I, I was going to fly there. Uh, and he says, Hey, sorry, you can't come for spring break this year. Um, yeah, my roommate is inviting some Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and her friends are coming. So sorry, it's like the same week you can't come. Ultimately, that's how we ended things, obviously. But um, yeah, it was it was <laughs> that's pretty crazy in my opinion. All right, so number thirty. Let's see, number this ad keeps popping up. You guys, it's really irritating me. All right, so this is called "Just Remember to Desist." I just stuttered. Just remember to stay true to your priorities. My ex, I was eighteen. He was twenty-three. Figured out my password to my T-Mobile account. He went through all my texts and phone call. Sorry, I just burped. <laughs> and phone call logs, texted everybody whose number he didn't recognize, and demanded everyone who wasn't family or a friend who he knew of to stop talking to his girlfriend and leave us alone. All right, I'm going to say you win that round because that's pretty crazy. Man. Okay. Let me see. What else? Okay, so I used to date this guy, and, um, you know, he was cool. I started to realize a few things about him, obviously, and ultimately, which also led to our breakup, as per usual. Um, so when we were dating, he said he graduated from the same college that I graduated from. Granted, when we started dating, I did not go to that college. So when I got into the school, I said, hey, do you want to show me around, you know, so I know where to go, like where my classes are. It would be really cool to, like, have a tour from you. And he said no, that he mostly took classes online, which that should have been a red flag. But, you know, I just kind of went with it. And then, you know, a few months into the relation, not into the relationship, but a few months after, you know, going to that school, I started to put things together and realize he never went to that school. So when I asked him to see his diploma, he came clean. 
And I realized he lied. He didn't even have a college degree. That's not like a huge thing or anything, but that's a big thing to lie about, in my personal opinion. So let's see. I'm going to do another spin here. So it landed on 16. Let's see what number 16 says. Okay. Wow. Okay. Manipulation at its finest is what this one's called. My ex was a pathological liar. He lied about everything. I was once at his apartment waiting for him to finish work. He had invited me over. I was texting him all night trying to figure out why he wasn't there. He finally arrives at midnight saying he has to leave to go fix something. The next day he tagged a ton of his he was tagged in tons of pictures at a bar with his coworkers. Another time I showed up and my toothbrush was missing. He said that my dog ate it and he threw it out, but it ended up being in his closet. I would try to figure out why he was lying and he would make me think everything was in my head. Okay. I mean, that's the end of that. And a little bit blunt, bluntly. So we both have lying exes. Um, I'd say we're kind of on the same page because my ex didn't only lie about having a college diploma. He lied about a lot of other things too. So yeah, I think I'm going to call that one a tie kind of funny though okay so i'm just gonna end it here because i'm so far like tied winning wait that didn't make any sense because so far it's pretty even you know and i'm just gonna keep this going as like a normal segment on some podcast somewhere i think but anyway um i think that that's a pretty good way to end it i won one i lost one and i tied one yeah. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this version of the Mike and Eric experience, even though really now it's just with a, what, what did I call it? A touch of sauce with some sauce topped with sauce. I don't know. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I thought it was pretty awesome and I had a lot of fun doing it. And um, I guess you guys can catch Mike and Eric next week. But if you guys want to hear more from me, you can just follow me on social media because I post a lot of really funny stuff. So I hope you guys have a great week. Bye. <laughs>